Hey, Bill and Gunnar, welcome to Blacklaw Tribal Edition. Murumu here with you today. And <clears throat> this week we're featuring a special on the uh, Mayara uh, Nyanalji, the uh, Yidinji police. And uh, later on we'll be talking with a, um, a few officers. Uh, and probably last week you probably heard uh, our Chief Superintendent, uh, Matthew Bilbra, uh, appear on the show. And we thought we'd continue that with the theme because, as you probably find out, today uh, they've been training and getting their self-defense and cultural awareness um, skills up to scratch but uh, joining me right now is Ganyara of Yelmabara <coughs> the Attorney General for the Sovereign Energy Government. Ganyara how are you? Oh great thanks another beautiful day in paradise. It is now the Yedinji police have been it's the fastest growing part of the Sovereign Energy Government and, and the nation uh, there are currently around 20 officers and uh, maybe uh, two Homeland Security officers, which is like the equivalent of the FBI for us. Um, but with that responsibility and authority, uh, rather, comes the responsibility. And there's no point in creating a police force that's just like any other police force where, you know, potentially things could go wrong uh, and the standards uh, uh, may be there to... Um, be used for a dictatorship or whatever it may be. You know, some um, you hear about these police around the world that uh, uh, may be racist or, or, or a bit too heavy-handed, for example. Um, but why is that important now uh, for the Yidinji to have these um, uh, safeguards in check? Um, and, and how do the citizens get involved with, with policing? Well, look, once you build a police force, you know, they, they have some... Pretty, pretty powerful uh, power uh, attached to them. You know, the, the ability to arrest, for example, you know, to arrest a citizen. Um, now, the ability to arrest or detain a human is, is given to them for a reason, because when you make a law, say you, you can't go speeding, for example, you know, you can't go roaring down the road at whatever speed you deem fit, you know, because you, you're actually impacting on other people. So we make a law for speeding, for example, you can't speed. Our police are out there uh, policing that law. They're, they're given the power to police it and apprehend people who may be breaking that law. So, but they, but it's like everything. When you give someone some power, they may take it for granted that they're being given more power than what really has been given to them, and they they may use it for nefarious reasons, good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't matter. But if they use it for bad reasons, you know, um, there's got to be some mechanism in place where you can go and lodge a complaint against them, you know. So um, the, the Yudinji government and the, in, in relation with the police especially, have developed a, a community office for a police standards. You know, we've got to have these regulations in place and standards where people can lodge a complaint, you know. Um, and and, and that, that's the important part of balancing out the authority that the community give to the police. You know, it's not just the government giving them the power, but it's the community of people, the society of people, that say, yeah, we'll be subject to your law because we take part in your world. And But, we, you know, it's like every law, it's a double-edged sword. You know, you're protected by it, but you've also got to oblige it, uh, be obliged to it and obey it. So how do you make people obey it? You, you encourage them because you will be maybe arrested or detained or is offered a, issued a fine, for example. But it can be... Uh, it can be abused by people who may, for one, you know, it may be something going wrong in their life. They may be having a bad day only, or whatever it may be, and they excessively apply the the, the law. Then there's got to be some mechanism in place for the average citizen to go and lodge a complaint, and it's got to be totally separate from the police force. It's not the police investigating its own its own mob. 
Well, that brings us to this next document that the Department of Justice uh, that you oversee is working on. <clears throat> it's called COPS, uh, which is the Community Office for Police Standards. Um, it's basically responsible for how Yudinji police deal with complaints and maintaining standards on the Yudinji Territory. Of course, uh, the idea is that each clan group area of the Yudinji Territory will have their own police officers uh, and their own um, uh, sheriffs, for example. They might be elders or people that uh, the community respects. Um, so through your department, Ganyara, the, the, the community can bring forward complaints and recommendations or even compliments uh, for example, that's independent of the police because we often hear that police shouldn't be investigating police, but this here is a, an extremely important mechanism to ensure that the community drives the justice outcomes for the community and not just one magistrate or not just one police officer's opinion on something. Um, and that really does promote this idea of accountability, uh, fairness and transparency. Oh, look, look, 100%. It's, it's this uh, ability for the community to have input as to what happens with, you know, maybe there are some rogue police, and, and, and I'm not going to say that, that our police are going to be any better or worse than, than Queensland police or Australian Federal Police or whatever. But our police are being given the best training that the Yidinji government can afford, and, and in sitting in on, on, you know, some of the training stuff that they are being given, which, which, which was really great this week, I feel that they're going to be better equipped uh, with uh, systems in place that are going to be better or at least as good as, if not better than Queensland Police, for example, or the Australian Federal Police. Uh, they're being very well skilled in, in, I suppose, downgrading the argument, bringing it down, calming it all down, you know, rather than pulling the gun out and shooting someone, you know, or pulling the big stick out and flogging them, you know. That, that, that's, that should be the absolute last resort. But our police are going to be unarmed out on the, out on this, on the beat. So they're going to have to have skills of negotiation, for example. How do you calm someone down who may be high on drugs, on alcohol, or whatever it may be? Um, it's this ability to, to, to calm it all down. This, this is going to be the important part. But in saying that, you know, with the ability to arrest, they may detain someone, you know, and, and wrongfully do so. so. But there's got to be a mechanism now, which is COPS, uh, you know, this, this office to, to bring it forward. And it is, by the way, nothing to do with the police department per se, other than the, the police will be the ones who will be getting investigated. Every, every complaint will be looked at. You know, we're not going to just dismiss it as, oh, that's, that's trivial or, or whatever. The yeah. police, the police ha are driven by the community. It's, it's that mechanism of police that the community believe in that you can go to any and every time, no matter what's going on, good, bad or indifferent, you can talk to the police and you will get a, a good response from the police. So that brings us to the next point where uh, people listening to the program, if you're living on the Hidinji Territory, uh, uh, you may be able to be a really good justice of the peace, a good listener or a, a, a good some sort of uh, observer uh, or, or even a judge of a situation, let's say. Uh, and, and that would uh, assist the police into the next action. So I think the, the Office of Protocol Standards, the Community Office of Protocol Standards is important. And that's just to make peace and justice accessible to everybody. And that may not be the case in other jurisdictions. So this is uh, a document that's been put together by the Department of Justice, how to make a complaint or provide feedback about the Edinji Police, uh, what happens when you make a complaint about an officer in the Edinji Police. Um, so, you know, if you are unhappy about something that happened to you um, that involves the police, you can make a complaint. It's not like 
um, it's it's just right riding rough shot you know what I mean so there's a number of ways you could do that uh, did you want to go through that uh, on how people could do that in, in the future oh look you know there, there's many ways of doing it um, there is you can use the form online you know the, the 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 website has been built for a reason you know the portal is there and you can go online um, www.police.police.org that's 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 the online form you can then put it in uh, via email if you want if you haven't got um, you know if, you, if you're not on the net you want to just email it in um, standards s-t-a-n-d-a-r-d-s at yudinji.org um, so that'll get you through the email side of it um, you can actually call the, the, the Yudinji government office, you know, to, to lodge a complaint there. And there, there are people here that, will, that do take this very seriously because we are trying to build standards of an international standard. Um, you can, you can um, what's the, the phone number is an Australian number where you can get access to it. 07 is the Queensland code uh, because we're using the, the systems that are on our territory. 07 and it's 4211. 4227 you know pretty pretty simple sort of number even I could nearly remember that um, that's 0742114227 or you can go in and visit a Yudinji police station um, uh, or the Yudinji office you know the main Yudinji government office you can go into there either of those um, it's in the Australian language in Lake Street uh, come in and, and um, lodge a complaint there so it, it, there's so many ways you can do it, but we do ask it to be put in writing and signed off. And, and from there, it'll be processed and, and, and upgraded. If it is a serious complaint, uh, I'll be bringing together a form of, you could say a jury for the want of a better word, a minor jury where there's probably 10 or 12 people to sit on a community members and they'll be doing this for free. They, they, you know, the general community are invited in to sit on the matter and to see if the police officer has done wrong before the, it is upgraded to a charge or, or leveled, you know, where it might, it might be things like incarceration or, you know, um, if the police officer has definitely done wrong, be, be, we'll have to sort the matter out. You know, those sort of police officers that are doing wrong, and I've seen in Queensland and in Australia, where they just sort of let go, uh, that won't happen in the Yudinji Police Force. Yeah, so I, I think one of the... the um uh, any future action obviously if someone brings forth a complaint they can come in uh, with a friend or, or an advocate or an elder and make those uh, uh, written statements um, you know and the police will have to listen to the complaint one uh, treat the matter fairly with uh, seriousness as well and provide a remedy or to make things better uh, so it could be result in an apology hey look I'm sorry I, I, I you know we did this to you or we, we might have detained you um, and that was wrong. Or, like you said, it might be a bit more serious if someone got injured and, and it was done incorrectly, for example, that, that um, you know, they might have to be uh, disciplined uh, and uh, possibly, you know, worst-case scenario, moved on uh, from that position. So I think it's a really important thing. Um, I know that there's all these deaths and custodies inside of the Commonwealth of Australia and not one person has been... Uh, successfully uh, jailed in terms of uh, the police officer. So we were hoping that um, uh, while uh, those things may have, um, you know, uh, rightfully been done at the, at the in, in terms of the, the, the written law and in, a, in accord with the law of that world, um, the Dingy Nation is trying to make it um, absolutely um, fair, community-driven justice 
And um, so, yeah, I think that's the, um, you might want to, um, what, what, what happens after? Um, if someone was going to make a complaint, Ganyari, I think you mentioned a little bit there about a jury, but what are some, some other things there? Look, when, when you come in uh, or, or lodge it online, um, th there'll, there'll be someone we appointed to, you know, to handle the case individually. So uh, they, will, they will make contact, um, you know, um, to listen to your side of the story. We'll keep it very simple. They want to hear what went on, you know. Um, to make sure that all the information that you've got is correct, that it is usable, that it's not just some hearsay stuff. So they'll be asking a, a, some serious questions about what went on. So every, every story has two sides, you know, so we've got to hear both sides of the story. We'll have to, we'd actually hear your side first. Um, when you lodge the complaint, understand that it, that it is serious, that, that, it, um, that a complaint has been lodged. Because uh, we... we look at our police officers in high regard, that they are well trained and skilled. Um, but then, um, what happens after that, you know? It, it might be simply an apology, okay, sorry, you know, I, I accidentally done this or accidentally done that, you know? So the police officer will be asked to apologise if he's done wrong. You know, in minor matters, you know, I, I might have bumped into you, whatever it is, accidentally. So then they, they can offer that apology, but if it's dealing with, um, something more serious um, the the people hand, the person handling the complaint will be able to tell you what's going to go on for, what what the Indian government is doing what the police are doing about it what the the independent commission is doing about it and how it's going to play out in the future you know so but but look also it may be a, a recommendation we place to our instructors and training officers to to uh, change the training manual you know, maybe it might be just something simple like they, they didn't understand um, uh, country pro uh, protocols. You know, might have, they might have um, abused or said something wrong to an elder, for example. Uh, just simply just didn't understand it. So we might make a recommendation that when you are talking to the elderly, that you treat them with respect, treat them, you know, um, as how they should be under tribal protocols. It's this sort of thing. It, so it can be little stuff, but it also can be big stuff. Yeah, and I think um, you know I, the mind would could wonder what 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 could happen, but because our guys don't carry pepper spray, capsicum spray, guns, batons, the chances of it being argy bargy are reduced heavily uh, in terms of that. So I think it would be um, probably majority of it would be, um, hey, look, you, you know, you, you called me this, and I want you should say sorry for that. Or you said this about Uncle Artie, you might want to tone that down a bit or use a different, you know, whatever it may be. So, <clears throat> but that's, that's, that's what the sheriff is there for, to assist the police to say, look, that young fellow's made a mistake, we can sort that out now. Or the community might say, no, no, he's been doing that for the, the whole last month. This is the seventh time we've been catching him or whatever it is, you know. So. Those things about community-driven justice is really important, and that's how it was done in the olden times. You know, everyone sort of you deal with it straight away, and that's the uh, a beauty about having the citizenry to call on as uh, members of the jury or you know the tribal society. The families get together and they sort it out there and then, without you know without it escalating. So that's the whole idea about having our police there is to look after mob make sure we're doing it to the best of our ability in the way that has been done in the past and um, 
and that's just being sensible about it. So, yes, the Unity Police, in in the initial phases, um, you know, will be doing a majority of this type of work. However, there might be other things uh, that come to play in terms of protective services, uh, diplomatic protection, uh, traffic control, crowd control. For example, um, there's a few shopping centres now on the Yidinji Territory that want to engage with the Yidinji police to have um, presence there um, because, you know, maybe the young people are, uh, are not b behaving appropriately or um, maybe there's a handful of that aren't uh, wrecking it for everyone else. We just don't know. So these are the things now where if you do want to become a Yidinji peacekeeper, as in a police officer, there is the definite training. There was a cultural awareness training recently, uh, which was done over a couple of weeks. There's the uh, self-defence training now, which is happening this week, of course. It's uh, uh, nearly finished, but these, these are professional international standards for our officers, uh, and there's mediation. There's a number of things that uh, uh, can, 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 can take place, and um, we'd love you to be part of it. Oh, absolutely. And this is where everyone uh, in a society can participate. Keep an eye on the police. If they're doing the wrong thing, report it. We need to know. The, 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 main, the main body needs to know what, what the organs are doing, you know. So we can't have eyes everywhere, but the eyes are this, the people of the society. If, if your dingy police are out there, you know, I was only reading an article recently about, you know, corruption in the Queensland Police going back in the 70s, you know, and, and it was just unbelievable how, how it just kept going and no one ever reported uh, until a few, a few women did, you know, and then that brought the whole lot down, you know, and that's why I end up with the Fitzgerald inquiry, all that sort of stuff going on. But in saying that, we don't want it to get to there. We want our police officers to be beyond reproach at all times, you know, um, be courteous, be polite. We don't want them to be, you know, I'm in charge here type stuff and I'm going to enforce my stuff upon you come hell or high water. We want them to, to calm down the situation, de-escalate it before it gets to a stage where they are using force and violence. And look, our officers are trained to use force, but we don't want to have them used armed force, you know, where they are using guns or whatever. That, that, that's like the London Bobby. They weren't getting around with guns strapped on the hip and people actually respected them. Now you see over there in, in London the, the police with, with military-grade weapons, you know, you, you, you say, geez, if you need that, you've lost the argument, you know. You're not a police force. You're not, a, you're not serving the society anymore. There's, there's something bigger going on. So we want our people to be out there, be out on the street, be out on the beat, be courteous, go and say hello to them. They are, they are good people. They, they're just average, everyday people that have a will and a want to serve the society and protect it. Well, then, you know, thanks for, for that. Uh, I, I guess uh, you're listening to Blacklaw Tribal Edition right across the planet today and uh, Marimu Kinyara with you. We'll be back after the break.
Kino from the band Big Mountain. You are listening to BBN 98.7 FM. And welcome back to the show. Uh, we've got officers uh, Durable and uh, uh, Guladu here with us today. And um, thank you so much, officers, for joining us today. Um, we might start with you, uh, um, Jigaru uh, Guladu. And um, I think it's really important to, well, tell us a story, uh, where you're from, who's your mob, and um, I guess why did you want to become a police officer? Well, my mob is uh, from my mother's side, Jigaru. And then from my father's side is Yudinji, and uh, grew up in uh, Innisfail, Ingham, as a child. And why I wanted to be a police officer was, you know, learning about the law, understanding about the law. Uh, there was a sense of no equality uh, in the world out there, in the corporate, corporate world. And so uh, just coming out of a place of, um, you know, wanting things to be equal and fair, that everyone had a fair go, and that's not what we're getting lately. So the idea in um, becoming a, a police officer for Yudinji is to bring that law, to respect that law and, and, and to protect. We haven't felt like we've been protected in a long time. So the protection uh, factor, and the way that we're raising our children, uh, that's got to be upheld, and that's not being upheld. And there's so many people that we need to be helping, like the single mums, the the you know the nanas, the granddads, those aunties, and that the the, the wider community really d does need our help. And we are not so much the police officers; we are first peace officers, and then uh, police officers, if needs be, if that is the need. Yeah, I think it's a really important story because um, most of the um, police force are, are mums and grandmums, and this is the the beauty about it is that um, I think most people would have some sort of, and the people that we're dealing with have, have uh, respect for mums and uh, their uh, family, and that's why it comes across as a really um, a really nice alternative uh, as opposed to, let's say. Um, the QPS or, or a private security firm and those guys do a good job don't get me wrong but sometimes it takes our own mob to look after ourselves and that's those cultural things and tribal matters that maybe Australians don't actually understand. Yeah that's that's correct because uh, you know we have we have the means to look after Bama we have the means to uh, be out there and 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 show that support to them right now there's a lot of people feeling like they don't got the support so it's really up to us to uh, you know to extend that hand extend our hearts and to really uh, be an operation like the demonstration of is, is so important so we're out there demonstrating that we care so um, you know if we all do it if we all band together and we all join together and play our part then then we're doing a good thing officer uh, jarrigan durable i might be new in here because is that the same reasons or were there different reasons for why you wanted to become part of the yudinji family and 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 act as a police officer yeah my name's jarrigan i took my name from my grandmother i'm from Ennisvale, um, as Gulladu is. Uh, my um, 
aim, uh, being a police officer, was basically and foremost to help my people. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, to he to to help the people on the streets, uh, the needy ones, the youth that uh, we are having a lot of trouble with, um, and being out there to to promote the police service uh, to know to let them know that we are peace officers and that we are here to help yeah 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 I think it's uh, one of the wonderful things which I had the uh, the pleasure of accompanying you guys I was uh, I think a few weeks ago now but one of the community service things that you guys uh, performed your task in was um, a soup and bread uh, run for the homeless in the city uh, and that was really well received. What were some of the things that people were talking to you about? Because they saw the uniform, they saw the badge, and I guess people are a little bit interested in that. Uh, some of them we've seen on the street um, were reaching out for help, um, as my um, uh, partner, um, the man, <laughs> uh, mentioned that. Um, there was a guy there that was asking for help. He was going through a, a big depression uh, with his brother um, at the time. And I think we need to um, have places in, in, in place, accommodation, and places where we can direct them to uh, for help. Um, yeah, we've seen some of the, the rough side of, of uh, street living. Um, we, we uh, yeah, we... Um, it was a great experience for us to see people on the street and, and to have that compassion for them. Um, so we are out there to help, um, yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, I experienced and observed was your interactions with um, some of the women from uh, various parts of, let's say, Cape York, um, because they identified their, um, their homes, uh, where they were from and their families, etc. But that was something interesting. Obviously, um, uh, there would be some sort of... And I don't know if I'm uh, assuming this, but because you're a woman as well, maybe it's a lot easier for women and uh, and, and maybe others to talk with someone and um, uh, of uh, your experience and and your skill level. Yeah, uh, so I guess that's where the empathy comes in with the with the females. Uh, we we've been through uh, a lot of things that they've been through that we can uh, show that empathy and and um, you know. Um, Give them that. Um, give them a, a safe place, uh, or direct them to safe places, uh, if they need the help, if they want the help. Uh, we're there to help them, as police, uh, the Yudinji um, police officers. Yes, and um, I might mention something without being uh, too rude, but uh, uh, let's just say uh, our officers are. Uh, aging with very very gracefully uh, and um, it doesn't um, I think that's really important too is that this isn't just about um, young young blokes full of testosterone going out there and, and 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 wanting to enforce the law this is about families and obviously we've met your family your daughter's a police officer that's an amazing story as well yes yes um, well I have got a, a daughter in the uh, what is it the um, QPS? QPS yeah and, and also you, one in and one in Yudinji. So, um, yeah, we they don't they don't like to talk too much about my my do other daughter doesn't like to talk too much about it. But um, maybe she knows that we um, um, have sovereign power 
over the um, QPS. <laughs> but um, no, um, so <laughs> uh, no, she's she's uh, really pleased that she has joined. Um, she's been accepted, um, and she can interact as you know. She didn't have any any uh, uh, faith in, in her being accepted, uh, but she is interacting, and then she's she's growing in her um, strength with. Yeah, good to do. That was one of the other things too. I saw um, Juanu, um interacting uh, that night with some people that really needed help, and one of them was actually really, really down and out. So, I, I think just having that. Uh, do, do you think that it's important having the mother and daughter angle to the, the whole police too? Just it's like it's a family approach to problem solving. It is because part of our our work that's going to be um, within the Yudinji Nation is to bring unity and reconciliation within the family unit. So it does uh, speak volumes to have that relationship intact and something to aspire to as far as I can, whatever the issue is, you, you do have the opportunity to uh, forgive and uh, that, that is law, that is, uh, that is the higher law, and we honour and respect that, and we have to demonstrate that, so it is a good place for those that do have breakdown in their relationship to know that, um, you know, that is the ultimate goal, is reconciliation, and we're demonstrating that out there, and we're looking to do more workshops, uh, more interactions with those that want to really knit, and uh, bring reconciliation in their family, in their community. Yeah, I think um, it's, it, and this is something that um, I always express to others, that we're not there to solve everyone's problems because we just simply can't do that. However, uh, it just may change somebody's life, the way that we listen or tell us your story or, or, or those beautiful things that uh, I think the Bible describes it as the fruits of the spirit. In, in the book of Galatians, and that's love, kindness, patience, all those things. Um, and that's, I think, uh, is exactly what is spearheading the the, the, the Indigenous police. That's exac exactly right, because the, the sovereign law is God, and everything that comes from it, uh, and it will, it will bring the right fruit if it's demonstrated in the right way and the right power. So um, when we do bring that honour, to the things that we are doing and it does honour God, then there is the right fruit that is going to manifest um, to the community and worldwide because nations need to see and, and to move themselves back under the covering of the almighty God. So, and we demonstrate that here at Yadinji. And uh, that's something that uh, gives a lot of peace. And, and it brings a lot of peace to a lot of people to know. I mean, you can be out there and someone, we don't really need to know what the issue is. If they don't want to share it, well, we've all, all, always got a prayer to go to. We are there to pray with you. We are there to support you. And sometimes that's all that uh, is, is needed. So uh, let's not forget about the prayer. God, God still answers prayers. Yes, I think that's a really important part of the the uh, the, 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 the energy police. Uh, that is um, also one of the things that um, you know, have you been in uniform and walking down the street here in the city of Gimoy, 
and people ask you, what were some of the questions that, that would ask you, for example, when they see the uniform? Well, they would ask, uh, what's this all about? Like, um, and we would explain to them that Gimoy is the capital. It is the, the heartbeat of the Indian uh, nation. And they've never heard, heard about it. So um, a lot more publicity in it and a lot more talking, which we're doing um, in the community. And um, that, that's increased. Uh, it's, it's like an automatic response now, is that we go out and we talk about the nation, we get involved, and uh, we're telling people if they, if they don't know about it, what we're all about. So, you know, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. And, and Jarrigan, you've been out with uh, the Police Minister, Bumi, uh, Bumi uh, Gimoibara, at um, uh, what, what's some of the, 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 the functions and duties you've performed with him in, in his, when he's gone out to do some business? What, can you give us an example of where you've been or uh, what kind of um, protection you gave him, et cetera? Oh, we were with him with the Welcome to Country for the Red Cross, um, I don't know what it was called, um, yeah, so we, we accompanying him, um, accompany him to that, those sort of um, uh, um, events. Uh, another one, what was that? Uh, and mainly welcome to countries at this stage? Yes, yeah, welcome to country. Um, and then uh, he, he plans to take us uh, to the communities to promote Yidinji Police. Uh, which would be exciting and for those ones out there that are interested we would welcome more um, men and women um, to build the, our police force our peace force um, uh, which is is about what 20 at the moment yeah i think it's 20 officers, 20 officers. yeah it's 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 the fastest growing part of the government um Let's go back to, um, you're listening to Black Law Tribal Edition right across the planet today, thanks to the Yudinji Broadcast Service and my guest today, uh, Officer um, uh, uh, Jigaru Guludu and also uh, Jarrigan Jirabal. And um, they obviously hold Australian identities as well. They come back and forth, but in this capacity, in this interview, for at least this space, uh, the jurisdiction is the Yudinji one, which is why they're acting in that office. And that is uh, police officers for the Yudinji Nation. Um, I'm just wondering, guys, uh, if, uh, you know, what, what's the training like? Because obviously uh, you may not have had security training or police training. Uh, what's some of the training that you've received so far uh, and how's that been? Well, at the moment we're going through a week's training with uh, Krav Magra and uh, that that's just awesome. It's self-defence, it's... Um, no weapons. Uh, it is. It is just tactical uh, manoeuvres that you can use with, use with your hands, with your feet as well. But it's thinking. It's thinking on your feet, uh, and it's to um, disarm and to protect mainly ourselves, but also to protect the public. Um, learning how to. Um, I would say gain respect in it uh, because it does it does bring a level of respect when you see a tiny woman and you assume 
that you can overtake that tiny woman and you can do what you want to do and upset any authority over, over her. This teaches you that that's not so, as we're finding out through this training and, and it's awesome training. We've got an awesome teacher um, and we're looking forward to more. Yeah, I think I, I was lucky to go to the very first session of that to, to see that, to overlook that with um, the Attorney-General and uh, uh, the Home Affairs Minister. Um, and that's something that um, there's also, I know that you had some cultural awareness training as well. Uh, how did you find that? I mean, obviously that's for people that we would say our uh, brothers and sisters uh, from the, the, the European side uh, of the Yidinji nation, as in, they're, they're, let's say for a better word, Waifala Yidinji police officers, because obviously we're not uh, discriminatory and racist in that, in that regard, so um, they want to help keep the peace, and there are a lot of beautiful officers there, and, but that was a really important thing too, to, um, and even for ourselves, though, we, we talk about Bumman, but it's, it's always different, and it's always important never to think that we know everything about culture. That's true. Um, we probably would have grown up knowing these things uh, about culture, but there's always room for learning, especially with the communities. It's all different, you know, the, um, uh, their, their customs and their ways, um, and, and we're looking forward to, to, to learning those. Um, and I thought that was really, everybody should know, um, you know, um, so yeah, I found that really good. Um, it brings back a lot of memories, um, but um, yeah, we enjoyed that, and and I think most of us did. Yeah. And those some of those things touched on like stolen generations, um, uh, you know, about the different nations on this this beautiful continent, mm -hmm. uh, and of course, uh, you guys have already identified which areas you're from from your families and that. So that's a a wonderful thing that um, will help everybody. Um, just some final comments now about um, what's your word to people out there who might be thinking about becoming a Yudinji police officer slash peacekeeper? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's nothing like uh, QPS. There is, when, you, when you're dealing with, with no disrespect either. Uh, with QPS, there's, there's a, a sense of control and manipulation and there's a fear that happens with it, uh, that comes along with it. With uh, Yudinji uh, peacekeepers, there's not that. There's not that um, intimidation. There's not that uh, control or manipulation. There's just a freedom that we find and, and a camaraderie and a family atmosphere. So that's evident. And uh, before I came over here to do what I'm doing, there was always, whenever you saw QBS and that, it's, it's the aura that they carry. It's the, it, it, it just does happen and it never makes you feel comfortable. But uh, with your dingy police, um, you don't feel that. So you, you're really fit, you felt welcome and um, we would just love to have a lot more experience what we're experiencing. Yeah, and uh, Jarrigan, what, what are your final comments? Um, we would encourage more. Um, uh, if, if women can, yeah, if women, if us, and we're only little, little women, so we would encourage anybody, if we can do it, uh, anybody can do it. We need more um, males. Uh, we need, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I would encourage them 
to be police of police officers here for the Ubuntu nation. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you're listening to Black Law Tribal Edition right across the planet. Uh, we'll be back after the break. Well, that's the end of the program. Uh, some really interesting um, interviews there with our police officers and uh, some really uh, um, backgrounds, different backgrounds, different reasons for joining. But uh, once again, uh, Ganyara, uh, thanks for coming down. But also, I think it's really important to say to everyone else that while Yudinji's developing this police force, 
um, we're also, the Department of Justice that is, uh, is developing the judicial side in terms of the law and the court. Um, talk to us about, just quickly before you head off, um, about uh, some of the people that are involved with that. They're, they're, they're pretty big wigs, aren't they? Oh, they, they sure are. You know, we've got a, we've got a few people that are uh, actively involved, um, both in special advisory roles, also through through their their I suppose history in in the Western world, if you want to call it that, the the, the Australian world. Um, they've also had uh, a lot of experience in developing protocols. Uh, one of them had you know had done a lot of work developing protocols for the London Metro Police. You know, the Metropolitan Police. Um, another bloke there is from, you know, a, a serious fraud office, you know, of a, um, which is where we need to go, you know, because wherever there's law and money involved, there is fraud, you know, is, is potentially there. So we're, we're engaging people like that, you know, people who have been involved actively in the international courts, um, in developing and, and installing them in place, uh, prosecution through the international courts. Uh, these people that are as part of this advisory panel, um, this advisory body, have been in all walks of life. You know, there, there's one there, an ex-police commissioner, um, who who wants to be, now they're retired, they, they don't want to just go and fade away into the wilderness and lose all their skill and talent. And we, we actually encourage them sort of people to come forward to participate in developing a, a system where everyone is treated equally and fairly um, gets a fair go. We try and build a good society, which has always been here, which always was good, uh, because it had all sorts of rules, like of adoption. If you were shipwrecked out the front, you got into here, and you could be adopted in if you couldn't find your way back. You know, it was just caring for the other humans, and this is what we're trying to develop. But you know, as as I said there, you know, uh, one bloke has, has written a lot of protocols for the London Metro Police. Now he 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 actively wants to do this for nothing. You know. To participate and give some give, give something back to the indigenous nations, he realised that he's living upon their territory without consent. You know, so how can I give something to society? You know, a, a, a person being involved in the national courts, establishment and, and utilisation of the courts. You know, uh, I think there was another bloke there who was involved in the prosecution of Milosevic. You know, for war crimes. And this is what I'm saying. Udinji is developing this this judicial system uh, with with not just a very narrow field or scope of, of ability. This is now we're trying to broaden it out to be a world, world standard, you know, where as an Indigenous nation, we, we've got a clean slate to build from, you know, so we are going to build upon that and we'll incorporate the best of everything that we can find. And a lot of people are contributing in this, you know, their time for free because they are retired, but they are actively involved in the Yudinji uh, judicial side of things, which is really great. Well, some exciting times ahead. Go, Baragalan, and may God's peace be upon you wherever you are listening to this show in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And um, we'll catch you next week. And thanks for joining us again. And you take care. Okay, go.